Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And you know, David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. You know, we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters. And we all deserve it. We sure do. And what a special show today. So, have you ever wanted to hear about some of our best and uncensored sex and swinging stories? Well... On today's show, you get it all. Our first, our best, our worst, and our craziest sex and swinger stories as we get down and dirty being interviewed by Florence and Reed from Come Curious, hosts of the Fucks Given podcast. We get into a 20-person orgy, a surprise fuck, the fuck that changed us forever, and a bonus that you'll hear all about some of my hot and sexy fun that I've had with so many huge cocks. Mm, Those are amazing stories. This is definitely one of those shows that you need to listen to right to the end. But before we get going, let's take a minute to talk about our top waterproof blanket because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes and any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely, go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. So, are you ready for a hot and horny discussion about fucks given? Well, here's the interview we did with Reed and Florence. We hope you really enjoy it. Lube, lube, lube. You know we're always talking about lube and how we use lube every time we play because it makes our sex better, hotter, and longer lasting. Well, we want to make sure you're using lube too. And not just any lube. We all know that there's many types of lube out there. You have to pick wisely. Earlier this year, we discovered a new lube and it's become our go-to favorite. It's Promescent Organic Lube. And wow, what a game changer. For me, the most important aspect is that it's tasteless because you all know how much I love to suck cock. And I always start off with a handful of lube to get things going, you know what I mean. So it needs to be smooth and silky and tasteless. Mm, And it feels so good on my clit and pussy too. Yeah, and it keeps us going and going while we keep coming and coming. Mm, We love that. And it's safe for toys and condoms as well. And we know you want better sex too. So go to thesexylifestyle.com for more information about Promescent Organic Lube along with their full range of other sexual health and wellness products. And simply order yours today because... Great sex matters and we all deserve it. You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Carol and David from The Sexy Lifestyle. Hello, welcome. Hey, how hey. are you guys? So happy Hi. to be here. Good. How are you both? We are doing very well, thank you. 
all the way in Canada, right? Yes, we we're are. In we're in Montreal. Oh, amazing. I think you might be our first Canadians. Oh, we're the Virgin Ooh, Canadians. Mm-hmm. That is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, we met Carol and David in um, in Hedonism in Jamaica. Woo-woo! Uh, pretty we did. Yeah. Pretty naked. We, we can amazing. actually say we've seen you guys naked mm-hmm. in the buff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you saw us naked a lot. We yeah. did. Well, we were naked too. <laughs> we were naked too. Yeah, That's we saw you, you guys naked. <laughs> yeah. That's the fun part. It yeah. was beautiful. And, and yeah, we did. Uh, we were on your podcast or radio station i can't remember which on your website of some kind yeah, yeah we have a podcast called the sexy lifestyle with carol yes. and david and we were there mm-hmm. with the young swingers and yeah. you guys were um getting down and dirty getting busy yeah. pretty much we actually interviewed you on our youtube channel right. as well right. so yes. we, oh, yeah. you can actually see carol and david on our like on the like the vlog trip that we did for right. mm-hmm. young swingers week which right. was actually yeah. just that week was so awesome i need to go back yeah yes. we need to go back now you're newly single single yes. ready to mingle baby yeah we need to get you right down there and deep although what, <laughs> what are we gonna do about covid you know like that's completely fucked all of any kind of sex parties yeah well yeah we just have to wait it out for a little bit and stay safe that's that's the only yeah. way yeah, have a vaccine, then hop in, you know. <laughs> or, or a body um, condom. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Body condom. Like <laughs> I don't think that's going to be fun. <laughs> no, there'll be, a, there'll be a spot where you can give someone a blowjob or lick her pussy just around the mouth area. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's so oh, sure. That's just really going to be those, fun. Those like, walls with holes in it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> big ones, little ones. That'd be all right. Um, so please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourselves. Well... David and I have been together for 15 years. We kind of have a fun story because my ex-husband is married to his ex-wife. And we were not swingers. So that kind of, that swap that happened 15 years ago. And, uh, you know, I think we lucked out because we ended up having the more fun couple at the end of the day. Yeah. (laughs) And about 12 years ago, we became swingers and Mm -hmm. uh, we love foursomes and moresomes. We found all about the swinging lifestyle at um, a resort in Cancun. And um, well, we've never looked back. We've just kind of found our tribe and realized that that's where we want to be. So we do ethical non-monogamy. We are, uh, you know, we are emotionally monogamous couple, but we love to have sex with other people. So that's our thing. Yeah, baby. Very beautiful. I think we learned a lot from you first talking to you guys. Mm. Yeah. That's so wise. They know their shit. Yeah. (laughs) How has that that been like in a relationship? Has it made you guys stronger? Like having that sort of relationship? Yes, absolutely. Well, you can't be a swinger if you're not in a strong relationship because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's very interesting watching someone else fuck your partner. And mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you have issues, and Carol could talk to the jealousy part, if you have issues, um, it's it's not going to fix your couple. It's not going to fix your sex life. It's not going to fix your marriage. It's going to e- explode your marriage. It's, it's just going to yeah. be the worst thing in the world. And so, that trust has to be built so strong that if you're not, like, if you're not super strong, then you're not going to be able to trust your partner with other people. That's really the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a lot. There's a lot more to swinging than people just think it's like fucking other people. It's also, you know, your self-confidence and where you're at and your trust and how you communicate. 
Um, and you want and it to be fun, right? It's all yeah. about having fun, not making a fight with your partner. It's about enjoying yourself, trying new things, and getting excited. Yeah. Yes. Mm, Playing it over it, and yeah. over in your head. So you want all those positive experiences to really, really enhance your sex life. So it's not about yeah. finding the, the pitfalls or, or the nitty natters that, that don't work. It's about finding all yeah. the good things that are working. What drew you to swinging? Like, how did you kind of like find out about it? And what made you think this is something for us? Well, we actually, like David said briefly, is that we were on vacation in Mexico and we happened to sit beside... A couple a, a, from a, England. Right, another couple <laughs> from England who were sitting beside us on a bed and we kind of had assigned uh, day beds during the day on the beach. And so mm-hmm. every day we sat beside them and we saw that they were very open. They were rubbing sunscreen on each other openly. And oh, was, he was playing with her big tits yeah, and massaging them in. Yeah. And, Carol, <laughs> and Carol turns to me and said, don't think about doing that to I me. I said, don't even think about that because that's like, wow, that's too weird for me. Anyway, we started talking with them and got to know them because David speaks to everybody mm-hmm. and they were certainly a very nice couple and by the end of the discussion we we got it out of them I guess they, they volunteered the information that they were swingers and the next mm-hmm. night we were in their bedroom with them naked playing with them <laughs> well, that hey! was, yes yeah, that's the short version. But in fact, they explained everything about the swinging lifestyle to us. And they were very gracious answering all our questions. We were so curious because we were very open minded. We had never met swingers in our life until that day. So having them explain everything, kind of like the way we got, we talked with you guys when you first arrived at Hedonism, it was so great to talk to somebody uh, to understand the mentality, the attitude, and what it's all about. So after a couple of days of discussing it with them, we told them we were ready. We wanted to try it. And so, of course, they said, great, let's go. And it was a lot of fun. It was different. It was exciting. And we've never looked back since then. Yeah. That's so good. Well, That's how long, so amazing. When did that happen? Like, was this before your marriage? Was this, like, into your marriage? Like, how many years? Or No, no. It was, it was two years after our divorce and probably uh-huh, yeah. three years before we actually got married because we've been together uh-huh. a longer period of time than we've been married. Right. So we had already been a couple for about two years before we found the swinging lifestyle. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so exciting that just all it took was some a couple explaining the situation. You going, yeah, that actually sounds like it's for us. Well, when you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you and you go like a light Mm -hmm. turns on and go, wow, that is cool. I had never thought that that was even an option. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you go through life thinking like, there's got to be more to this or like surely my past relationships and I've not been comfortable I've always wanted to like play with other people but not been allowed and then because you hear swinging as well and there's such a lot of like bad stereotypes that are attached to swinging yeah. you know like the absolute worst you just think it's like you know a bunch of old people in a dungeon free like going creepy and and that's what we were shown on the tv programs right. growing up that's mm. that's all they ever saw of swinging rather than the actual positive mm. side of it Right. And, it's, and, it's, and it's interesting that you, you use the word positive because, yes, the, um, the, the old thought process out there was, yes, it's old, down, dingy, old people. And um, it's the guy pushing the woman into swinging. But, yeah. you know, you know, your, your show is very female centric, sex positive, And the mm. swinging lifestyle is all about the woman. 
Yeah, and it's the women yeah. who drive. They make the decisions who they're going to play with, what is the play style, what as far as they want to go with boundaries, what they're going to be. And it's usually the ladies who organize the, the dates, if you want to call them dates, the, mm. the, the fun sessions, the sex sessions that we're going to have together. They, it's usually the ladies who organize it. And, of course, the, the men just follow along because they're not going to miss <laughs> out on easy. anything. We're easy. Come on. <laughs> just tell me who to do and I'll do her. Yeah, and, so it, and often it's the women who are organizing the trips and the travel and the dating and... Um, you know, so no, not many people know that. So it's kind of fun that um, we can tell yeah. your audience that it's all about the ladies. Yeah, yeah that is really good. That. So let's get into the juicy details. Mm-hmm. We'd love to know about your guys' last fuck. Oh, our last fuck that we had like like last night, that fuck? Yeah. That's the that one. one. Yeah, literally the, the freshest one. Oh. So, so so during during COVID and our, our self-isolation here at home, we've actually um, gotten into using our minds as much as our bodies for fucking or shagging as, <laughs> as you guys call it on that side of the pond. And we've been doing a lot of role playing and, and um, doing things a little bit different in different parts of the house. And uh, the other night, um, Carol was dressed up as the, the chef in the kitchen mm. and she Ooh. put on her heels and we, we had a nice long um, make dinner teas she sucked my cock she got on the counter i licked her pussy and it was a lot of foreplay that led up to some great sex but our, then Amazing. when we did have our sex after all that fun play during the dinner time when we did have sex it was actually a very super loving sexual experience you know we Aww. were all yeah, over i was each loving other. it <laughs> 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 we were all over each other with lots of caressing and like slow we slowed it down and we did a slow kissing on our bodies um and you know from the neck down and the to the back of the shoulder and all of that mm-hmm. juicy stuff mm-hmm. that just gets everything flowing but then it got a little little wild after you said you know turn me over and just fuck me from behind and fuck me hard but i like to be fucked hard that's why <laughs> once, once the juices are flowing i just need to get banged hard that's all that's my thing yeah, but not rushing into it <laughs> not rushing it because david it, he's the he's the romantic he likes that nice caressing and all that stuff so we try mm. to do a little bit of both and once i'm ready though i say okay do me now like i can't wait any longer yeah <laughs> is that how you like climax do you have to be like fucked really hard no, to get I, the climax no i get i get climax i get climax from just uh, external clitoral stimulation. So when yeah. David's usually licking my pussy with some fingers inside, but I like yeah. to get banged where he bangs me hard and stimulates my clit. So he's like mm. really pounding my clit. So it gets so excited. And then he finishes me off afterwards. Oh, yeah. that's, like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's and, good. And Carol's a big squirter. So, you know, when you hit the right buttons, sometimes <laughs> she squirts and comes yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice. All over the kitchen. Well, it All does over. happen. We ha- Well, we have our, our waterproof sex blanket, the top waterproof blanket. So, you know, that's yeah. one of the reasons we designed it. So we could have it in our house and every room has a blanket. Yeah, we, we have one of those nice. little yellow signs that we put on the floor, you know. <laughs> caution. Caution. Slippery <laughs> <laughs> so have you like during during covid times have you literally fucked every single place in the house Not have yet. you explored areas that you've never explored before yes we have yes exactly but also outside and in the hot tub and we have a swimming pool in our oh. backyard as well oh so, yeah. and, and hot we tub. Oh, sorry. Yes. And we've been and we've been a little naughty because Carol's a little conscious of our neighbors in the windows. And I'm yeah. like, you know, let's be a little bit like exhibitionist. So we we positioned ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We've positioned ourselves in places where if someone looked in, they could see, but not uh-huh. really. And that's exciting as well. You know, doing some yeah. naughty stuff. Well, actually, Are last you friends with your neighbors. Yeah. Well, the- I actually. 
I actually did that recently as well. I like left my, you know, my, my room's like literally right onto the street and I've never really done anything like this before. And I opened the window like full. So we had like the curtains, like the net curtains uh-huh. slightly, blue, but we were just like fucking in the bed and nice. like loudly. Nice so well, our it's kitchen, quite, it's quite exciting. Our kitchen is a bright kitchen and a, our kitchen is a bright kitchen with a lot of light going into it and a lot of big mm-hmm. windows. And so, um, very often I'm just grab David, suck his cock, you know, in the kitchen window. No big deal. I don't really care. Last night yeah. we were out on the patio and looking in during the, the evening as it was getting darker. And I looked in and I got, oh my God, it's like a fishbowl in there. You can see everything. <laughs> everything. So anybody yeah. who was looking was getting a full, big, giant screen cock sucking view <laughs> of me doing oh David. God. It was like, well, now so I'm good. seeing what other people are seeing. I'm going, yikes. <laughs> That's pretty vivid. <laughs> yeah. So, so Florence, just getting back to your shagging um, with the door open, are you are you are you loud when you come? Do you have loud screaming orgasms? I I'm not sure it's like screaming, but I am pretty vocal as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm vocal yeah. like the whole way through sex. Reed, have you, just have, like, you oh, have you heard? Fuck, fuck, Reed, fuck. Reed, have you heard Florence have <laughs> yeah. sex? The fucks are the way like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> so it's not a religious experience where you're like, oh God, oh God, oh God. No, it's less religious. It's definitely more like, yeah, sweary and just like, yeah. holy shit, shit, yes. shit. Literally <laughs> just really sweary. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, the thing is, I, I am quite loud, but I, I live with my like, my partner and I, we live with our sister. So since she moved in, I have really toned down my screamings and moans. And which it, when, when I was living with Florence, I was, yeah, just as loud. I could Went be really it. free. And my sister's really cool with the sex stuff but like, I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable so mm-hmm. then I'm aware of it and then I'm just like trying to scream into a pillow uh, which can be hot but also sometimes I just want to let fucking loose right. that it, 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 it is kind of hot makes you, it, it, yeah being vocal, vocal just adds to the pleasure on another level if you scream or moan when you come then it just it almost creates an even better orgasm yeah, absolutely mm. yeah the animal is the primal thing starts coming out and and that's one of the things about releasing the squirt when you say is squirt an orgasm does it feel good it's it's not exact it's not an orgasm it can happen during an orgasm it's a a release Uh, there's a pressure and then there's a release but it also feels primal that's one of the Mm. things that's so hot about it it feels just like you're saying being vocal and also just letting that squirt come out it just let it go has that feeling to it you know yeah and there's nothing better than like that primal sex Mm -hmm. yeah it's like when you properly let go instead of being like you know the um the sort of the porn films that we grew up with Mm -hmm. being like oh my god that feels so fucking good like really over the top when it goes primal animalistic you're making noises you never normally would when it's like oh you're like okay this shit is real (laughs) yeah that's when it's great yeah (laughs) absolutely and okay. when you're in an orgy room and you hear everybody else's noises, all their other, uh, you know, everybody else's mm-hmm. different the noises, sounds the sounds yeah. of sex, that's pretty cool too. You kind of feel like yeah. you're in a wild kingdom of some sort and everybody has their <laughs> own way of grunting, groaning, moaning, yelling, screaming, whatever it might be that lets it happen. We're going to yeah. have to get you guys to come. I know cruising is not the thing people want to do now, but when <laughs> we go on the Bliss Cruise with 4,000 other naked people and you go into the playroom where there's 600 people people fucking on you know 200 beds the sounds and and when one person starts coming another one comes and it's like this this symphony of orgasms it's very very hot yeah 
Whoa. So cool. Yeah. I wish I didn't just... get so seasick. I'd love to go on a cruise. Oh, uh, you wouldn't get seasick. Do you seasick. get seasick? No. They're big boats. I get seasick on every boat. Anything from a tiny little speedboat to a big fucking ferry. Oh, I get seasick. That's too bad. Oh. Annoying. I mean, I don't want to be like throwing up all night. But, but, the, but on, on, these, on, the, <laughs> on these big um, cruises, um, some of the women have said they get less seasick if they're sucking a cock. Right. Oh. Something in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> we need to try that out, Florence. That sounds, that sounds like science right there. Exactly. That sounds like something that guys say just to, you know. Just to get the dicks up. Really? Just, a guy would say such a thing? And what? Just yeah. saying. Actually, when I was really sick on a sea, sea boat, um, one of the tips was to keep your legs above your head. So like to lie on the floor and have your legs. So, I mean, that could work. Okay. I could just have my legs really high, just be like, Lying there, okay, just like pop yeah. in, pop out. Ready Anyone's welcome. Yep. And with a cock yeah, in your mouth the whole time. Well, yeah. that'll do it. That'll keep you from feeling sick. <laughs> no, that's a shame. Okay. Let's talk about your first time, your virginity stories. Well, we was it gonna be a virginity story of the two of us together? Our first yes. fuck together? Would that be fun? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, this was kind of at the beginning when we first met each other because we told you our, our partners swapped, right? So once they dumped us because we were dumped by our, our husband and wife, oh, yeah. uh, we both got dumped on the same day. The first thing we did was fuck each other because why not right well we were in a boring <laughs> sexless marriage so you know we were missing the sex and all of a sudden we met each other who were very sexually um charged charged yeah. and primed yeah and yeah. carol loves sucking cock so go ahead yeah so <laughs> when, we got, when we got dumped we we're actually it was right before christmas and we were going to a christmas party and we we're there like okay we're both at the party we both got dumped like let's let's leave here and let's just go and not not be here. Let's just get out of here. So we did. Yeah. And in uh, the car, she was already yeah. giving me a blowjob. So we pulled Woo! into my house because the Carol. party was over at his house, and we pulled into my house at the time. Of course, now we all live to, we live together. But um, yeah. And so before we even got out of the car, I was pulling down his pants and sucking his cock before we even got out of the car. And then we went into the house and we continued. The whole, it was kind of like that monkey sex that you see in the movies that just starts and you yeah. just can't the stop it. The door goes flying open. Yeah. The clothes was, are flying yeah. all over the place. It was wow. kind of like that. Wow. Like, fuck each other as quick as possible like yeah. uh, no time to waste get it off yeah and oh and, the, God, and i guess the release or just it it was just so hot it was that monkey sex is what we've been calling it all these mm. years if you can and, just imagine, yeah. and, imagine. I, and 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 you know we didn't like come right away because you were sucking my cock and i said okay now i gotta eat your pussy and i went down on you and you had this massive orgasm and then we went back at it and we got into i think we were fucking in the kitchen yeah and I the, probably went on, on for two or three hours. It was just crazy. It was crazy. But wow. what a, a release. Wow. And um, I guess it was just built up sexual yeah. frustration. Right. Mm -hmm. And then being Sounds dumped like that it. day. So we were sad. We were it was uh, it was full of emotion. And yet we just let it all just come out. Yeah, that, that's incredible. So, so did you is that the first time you met each other as well? Or no, did we you were neighbors. Know each other? We were neighbors and friends. We knew each other for a number of years. Yeah, we skied, oh, kids skied together. Yes. Oh, was there any sexual tension like between you guys anyway? Well, you know David, really right? You can imagine David. It. He's very, um, he's on the ball with the sex comments and stuff. But yeah. it wasn't sexual <laughs> tension more than just him joking around, which is what I always thought it was like a, a kind of a jokey thing. Yeah. Uh, it was never really yeah, a serious, um, well, even if he propositioned me or said something fun or whatever, it was never really taken seriously because he was married, mm -hmm. right? And I was married. Course, so yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't really the case. Um, but we didn't really know that our exes were seeing each other. 
on the side. Oh, that's so <laughs> fucking complicated, but so exciting. It's oh. such a crazy story. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard anything like that before. Mm-hmm. So you, you just, was that the reason you both sort of ended up together as well? Because you were just like, we need to get back at our exes? No, or was no, it just- no, 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 no. Well, we no. became I, friends. I, no, no, I paid Carol. <laughs> <laughs> no, we became friends and supported each other during the divorces. Uh, David bought yeah. a, a house. I helped him, you know, uh, get set up in a separate house. And um, he, we had split custody. We had to go through all the crap that divorce brings. So, you know, we yeah. supported each other uh, and we became friends and we were fuck friends from day one, as you heard the story. So yeah. even though we were fucking each other, David was seeing other guy, uh, other girls. I was seeing other guys. And we shared mm. those, those yeah, experiences those with, with each other. Because oh, we, oh, nice. we kind of made so a pact healthy. as our friendship grew that we would not keep anything from each other. We would tell each other everything. And yeah. so we did. Although we fucked together, we went out. I traveled a lot for business at the time. So before, did I. And so did David. So we were fucking mm-hmm. other people when we were meeting them. We were whatever yeah. happened. And uh, David was on not Tinder, but maybe plenty, plenty of fish. fish. And he had dates and he would tell me about <laughs> his dates. And um, I, I didn't go on plenty of fish or, or anything. But I, just, I, have, I have to tell you. That as soon as my ex-wife said, I want a divorce, I mm-hmm. did what every guy <laughs> dreams about doing, and I fucked the babysitter. Oh! <gasps> yeah! Like the no! next day. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then she came back, and she said, will you fuck me up the ass? So I did her twice. <laughs> we had anal sex. And then, then I finally went out and started shopping for homes, and... As in the porn movies, I fucked the real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So you literally just got to live out all oh, the sexual yeah. fantasies. Oh yeah. After your it was great. So that's so good. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. And you said that the your relationships before you didn't have like that much of a, like a sexual relationship, mm-hmm. so it was really was just like finally yes. I can yes. do what I want. Yes. The last eighteen months of you my marriage, did. I had sex <gasps> once with my husband. In eighteen oh, months. Oh, so good. That what? Yeah. I mean, no, that's no. awful. Yeah. That, that is that is pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you kind of know if you if it's been like a long time, you're just like, okay, this is it. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, you don't reach that peak. You know, you're not done with sex. It right. doesn't matter what age you are. Right. I mean, we mm-hmm. still get fucking horny, 60, 70, 80 plus. Mm-hmm. Sex mm-hmm. is ageless. No, yes. no expiry date. And you yeah. also feel like when you're when you're trapped in a relate I don't want to say trapped, that sounds rude, but you believe that your sex drive is gone, even though it hasn't. It's right. like it's mm. almost like you numb it yourself just to protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I don't need it anymore. But yeah. I think there's, <laughs> I think there's a lot of sex? there's a lot of cues in society and TV shows and stuff where actually women are fed the garbage that, you know, it does die and that you don't and you, you gotta know, live with it that you gotta live with it that you know you go through menopause yeah. and you don't want to have sex anymore which, and that's just really not true but when you start feeling that then you know you've heard some of those cues or someone has said it and it just sticks in your mind saying well it must be true so you yeah. turn it off purposely to protect yourself like you said and it's too yeah. bad we want those cues to reverse saying there's always time to have sex in your life there's never an expiry date for being sexy and that those are things that we should that's the cues that we should be putting out there and we have some friends in yeah. California some swinger friends and when we go on vacation with them um, she is now probably 65 she fucks Mm -hmm. four or five times a day yeah a day yeah how can you guys do that you're in your (laughs) 20s can you fuck five times a day no that's like fucking 
they make dates like and when they fuck in california you can hear her in england she is so loud when she comes Oh, uh, right. I hope I am her in the future. Right. She mm-hmm. sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's my inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You just, I just want to get more and more horny as I get older rather than less and less. And it does yeah, happen. And yeah. you know what's really great about getting older and having sex is that you have less and less pressure in your life as your kids grow up and they're gone mm-hmm. and they're gone from the house. And there's mm-hmm. less things to worry about. And also, as you get older, there's, there's that attitude that comes, who gives a fuck? You know, your fuck's given. Yeah. At that point, who gives a fuck? Let's just enjoy. Uh, who cares what people say or what people think or what your partner or, or if you've, I've got a roll or I've got a you know a flab floppy tits who cares just enjoy the sex and society yeah. and society says you know don't talk about sex but to keep your your um, hormones and everything going talking about sex is so healthy and so good especially with your partner talking about the would we could we should we and you Mm. see something on porn you listen to a podcast you see a magazine you see something on instagram and you bring it up and it creates food it creates discussion about bringing your sex life to another another level Mm -hmm. you know the tagline Mm -hmm. for our the podcast is spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and horny and it's about yeah. <laughs> bringing different things in and new things in and keeping it spicy all the time yeah mm-hmm. so important. very wise okay <laughs> so wise. let's talk about your best fucks our best fucks mm-hmm. well i think our best fucks are when um i guess it's got to be in a swinger situation we have had some amazing um, orgies. I, orgies is, I guess, the mm-hmm. word. Probably our best one was that Christmas in Desire. Was that, what do you think, that trip to Desire in Christmas time? Yeah, we were 20 people in a bedroom. Yeah. And there, first of all, we needed about 60 towels because there was squirt and cum and everything <laughs> all over the place. Housekeeping the next morning was not happy. Right. But, oh, things but, but, you know, it was the first time Carol had licked pussy. And she said, I don't know how to do it. So we both did it together. We went down on this girl and we licked her pussy together. And and as Carol got into it, I backed out and Carol actually made her squirt. And that was a very hot, hot moment. Oh, round of applause. Wow. And then and then we had um, that couple from Alaska who were both police officers. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they You know what he did? He put me up against the wall and like did me from behind and that to me was so hot. He spread my arms and not forcing like taking her but into custody. Kind of like that, oh, right? God, it was a bit of a stop. role play. Even though we were all naked, I could just imagine him because I knew he was a cop. He didn't oh. have to even have the uniform on, but that was fucking hot. Really hot. Yeah, and it's like we shouldn't. It's really it's it's complicated because we shouldn't be sexualizing professions like that. But it, I definitely do one hundred percent. I find out somebody's a police officer or like you know they're a doctor or any kind of profession and instantly sexualize and fetishize. And I'm so sorry to anyone that I've ever done that to, but that's where my brain goes. I'm like, (laughs) oh god, yeah, put me into custody, handcuff me, like please, doctor. I need to talk with your dick, uh-huh, anything. Yeah, and then we had <laughs> then we had on the same trip, there was this massive orgy going on in the hot tub where there must have been nine people all connected together in, I like mean, the, a, hot, like the, hot, daisy the, chain. the hot tub holds 50 people Whoa. to start with, but this daisy chain and there was this German girl who was being suspended on the water and she had a cock in her mouth and two guys were doing her in her, one in her ass, one in her pussy, and she was just lying there starfished 
and then as the people who were doing her were there, people were doing them, and it was this giant daisy oh chain, and it God. was just, it was just such um, um, a visual um, delight to see all this going on. And it went on for about an hour and a half. We still talk about yeah, that like day in the hot tub. Human centipedes are extreme, yeah. literally. Yeah. And then we had, That's crazy. and then we had on the Bliss Cruise where we were about twenty of us on that center bed. And uh, myself and Jerry had three women stacked on top of each other. And we were taking turns fucking them from behind. And then it was one on the top, one in the middle, one at the bottom. There's three girls next to them. And we just moved over. And the girls were just lying on top of each other. And they were squirting and coming and screaming. And it was like, again, one of those porn things you see. But it was like live porn. I don't know if there's anything in porn I've seen with the stacked ladies. That that for me was something really hot. (laughs) And we were all taking turns getting onto the stack. And the guys, of course, were loving it because we couldn't like not do it. And, yeah. and we were stacked kind of reverse. So head head to toe. So we're like, I was like licking a pussy while I was getting fucked. And then someone uh, else was on top of me doing it. And then she was getting fucked on the other side. And it was just so friggin' amazing. It sounds magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just visualizing this right now. It's crazy. Mm, but like yeah. in the most exciting you 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 two just have like the best memories. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever heard anyone that's had this much like this much like crazy sex. Crazy sex. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, Florence and Reed, what we do with these memories because we actually live them out is when we're having sex, the two of us, we yeah. use that as food for our sexual play. So when I'm mm. fucking Carol. Yeah, usually what I say is like, who's with us now? Who's around us? Who, who who's pulling on your your ball sack right now? Who's got their finger up your ass? Like, I we start talking oh, like that, yeah. and we start setting up the scene, and then we kind of roll replay some of those you know episodes we've been in. So we don't watch porn oh. when we're having sex. We talk about the the ad- adventures that we've experienced. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean, I love that. When I masturbate, I love rem- like I love real memories of things rather than like imagining something up because like when you when you know that it's actually you know the pleasure you know what it felt like it's so easy to relive that right. yeah. and you almost like start feeling the same pleasure in that moment mm-hmm. absolutely mm. yeah so nice i mean i'm, I'm all about the fantasy <laughs> yeah you're the opposite you're like, like reality meh fantasy though like what if you, you can never do what if you had all these experiences as well like wouldn't you think back to those <laughs> i do i think back to them but i don't i don't masturbate over them you know really yeah very interesting but but read with with all your fantasies that you have do you find ways to live them out and like what what's your what's your what's your present fantasy Oh, what what isn't is a good question. Um, like at the moment, I'm I'm. I was just before lockdown. I was about to have a male male threesome, uh, which I was really looking forward to. Still want to do all all of the stuff that I fantasize about. A lot of it cannot be recreated, but stuff like you know, like home invasion, kidnapping could all be done. And there's some stuff like that. I that I definitely have fetishize over that I don't think I can do. Like I don't think I'm there yet. You know, it's a lot of just like fantasy. But I'm, I'm just, I just need that. I need need to find somebody that I can trust who's like really up for doing it as well. So That's you, hard with COVID. It is. Yeah, it is. for sure. But if you get to that male, male threesome, you need mm-hmm. to try something that Carol tried for the first time a couple of years ago. Uh, not like a couple of years ago, last, ki- last year, which was double vag. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. I'm not into anal sex, so we were doing double vag and I was like, yeah, that's pretty hot. 
Okay, give me tips on how to double vag. How do you get Actually, it was fun because the other guy was also called David. So he he laid (laughs) on his back. He had a double David. He laid on his back and I I mounted him. So I was riding him. So his cock was in her pussy first. And then I I bent over like to kiss him, for example. And then David came in from behind. And so I was moving up and down and David was also fucking fucking you from from behind. behind. In her pussy. Yeah. What does it feel like? Like two dicks going? Are they going in and out at the same time? Or are they really kind of like rubbing against each other? Against each other. For David, he could yeah. feel the other cock rub, rubbing against his. So that's what's oh, super nice. hot also. <clears throat> it was so yeah. hard. You have to stay very hard to stay in it. And mm-hmm. for me, it was just so full. Like the fullness was there. I feel like I had to explode like as soon as the second cock went oh, in. Oh, you scored it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love to feel full like that. It was like, it was crazy. It, you don't have a lot of momentum or moving. Like I wasn't able to move a whole lot up and down because David was <laughs> David had the yeah. rhythm from yeah. behind. So you kind of really, just have to sit there taking it. Yes. Like. So really the motion was <laughs> David doing the, the actual momentum work. Yeah. Mm. That was very hot though. That sounds that's amazing. Incredible. Well, you know, that's that's on the bucket list for sure, Florence. <laughs> Literally. Just write, write that down. Um, okay. So from the best to the worst, Ooh, the worst, worst experiences. These could be like funny or serious. Well, sometimes in the swinging lifestyle where you meet somebody online because you mm. that's what we do. We go on these dating sites and you meet a couple mm. and they look great. You chat with them. And most of the time we would get on the phone and physically talk to them because you hear a lot in their voices and if they're going to be compatible well we Mm. did have one couple and she was super hot and really nice and and he looked okay he looked fine they were in montreal on a a Mm. bike tour or something so they stayed at a beautiful hotel downtown so we met them in the lobby and that's usually our cue we meet them first and if if we all feel comfortable then yes we'll go upstairs and we'll play so by the time i guess half we had a few hors d'oeuvres and a couple drinks and we said you know what yeah let's just go upstairs and play so we go upstairs i get her naked she's absolutely and and all over david and she's like so into david and just loving him and jumping on him and doing all the things that david just loves so much right Mm -hmm. but the guy happens to have the biggest bush I've ever seen in my life Whoa. all around. It his was like cock. his pubic hair went up to his chest. There was so much hair. And, oh, and it was long. Boy. It wasn't even curly. It was long. Like I'm talking about three inches of hair all <laughs> around his cock. And I couldn't do it. It was just like not my oh, thing. No. And yeah. it was like. And then his wife is turning over, trying to braid it a little oh. bit and play with it. Yeah. And it, was just, it was like, oh my braid God. It. And she's like loving she was, it. She's she loving loved it. the braid hair it. thing, oh, you know? Just... And it was just like too much. I just couldn't mm. do it. I couldn't That's get so into funny. it. That's so funny. That was like so funny. Like so, we we shouldn't shame pubes because people all. can do whatever the want they like, but right. there is a preference. Like, yes. I, I really, yeah. it means a lot when you look after yourself and you take the time to trim and manicure and like you know manicure like pet pet. Yeah. No, what's it no. called? Um, I don't manscape. Know. Just manscape. manscape and yeah. and ladiescape. You yeah. know mm-hmm. all of them. It it just it gives that sort of next level of I'm doing this for you because I I care. You know, it's just like having a shower and brushing your teeth right. before you fart. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like he probably kept it like that because his partner maybe really yes. loved it maybe, and yes. that's yeah. okay and it's yes. all fine it's just not my thing that's yes. all yeah but carol's gonna yeah. when you're trying to like give head and all you all you've got you <laughs> did like, like a brillo pad mm. but yeah. carol's gonna that's tell you a sto- a carol's gonna tell you a story about her biggest surprise when someone took off a towel Oh, yeah, I do have a different, oh. a different story, which is not my worst fucks. <laughs> but if I can just throw it in there, I'm just going to add do this it, one to it. it. So we were at a swinger club in uh, 
Florida. I, Florida. It was one of the biggest swinger clubs there is uh, in in not United States. It's called mm-hmm. Trapeze. There was a sing- guy who was with us. But anyways, when you're in this club and you meet people in the dance area, uh, when you go in the back room to play, you have to get naked. So Or wear a towel. No, you, you have to take all your street clothes off. They give you a towel and, um, mm-hmm. they, and a cubby or a locker. They put it in and they lock it for you after. Mm-hmm. So all your stuff is all safe. And they give you a towel. So David and I laugh because a lot of people immediately put the towel around their waist. We or, put it on our shoulder. Uh, you know, and, and they're covering themselves. And they're, okay, we're back here. We're all naked. We're about to fuck. And yet the people cover themselves up. So we kind of make a joke about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And we're nudists. So we're always naked. So we're kind of like... <laughs> giving other people a little bit of a dig like what the hell you know so anyways yeah we, the, cu- the other couple that we were with he does exactly that he puts the towel around his waist and we walk into the little area where we are going to fuck all of us so we haven't seen them naked we've only seen them with what? clothes and a towel right so <laughs> yeah. when we get into the little cubby area well cubby it's a what do you call that it's not got it's a, a bed, door it's, a bed, it's area. a bed area with like a mm-hmm. curtain if you want mm-hmm. to if you want to have privacy so we get in there and i'm like what's with the towel anyways i start giving the guy a dig and then he takes his towel off and i'm no shitting he's hanging like 18 inches <gasps> it's like okay i get he doesn't want to scare anybody off before he gets to the bed but it was oh like the biggest like, cock like, i had ever seen well i don't is know is that even literally. possible well and and it was it was thick so you know carol loves sucking cock but i've Ooh. never seen her be unable to put more than the head of the cock in her mouth yeah it was massive. it was really massive and it was really fun like i'd never ever seen a cock that big or had a cock that big I don't know if it was literally 18 inches, but it sure looked that size. Was it, was it natural? Massive. I mean, because yeah. I know that there yes. are, you know, there's all kinds of methods to, that they don't necessarily work, but um, the Guinness World Book of Records, I think was, met, was it 13 inches was the, the biggest natural cock? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you saw the documentary about the guy who had the Plus biggest un, unnatural cock where he stretched and oh. stretched the guy oh. from Brazil. And it was, I think it was 17 inches, um, but it was, it looked fucked. Like, well, this one, was, this one looked like, like a meter. Yeah, it, it looked really big, Fuck. but who knows uh, how big it was. I'm not, I'm not yeah. even going to guess, but I, it was still the biggest cock I had ever seen. But then after yeah, you couldn't did. get it all in your mouth, you asked him to fuck you hard. Oh yeah. Oh my God. He was fucking. Did it fit in? No, not the whole way, obviously. <laughs> not the whole thing. But he fucked me good. It was It was a amazing. long fuck too. And you exploded. You squirted everywhere. I loved yeah. it. Loved it. I'll never forget that. So that I mean, was my surprise cock. They're a blessing and a curse, right? Because you can't even, mm. you can't find anyone to get it all the way in. That must yeah. be so hard. Yeah. Right. That's why your question about yeah. the best and the worst, this was a bit of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I and loved it. It was him, not, it was not a bad fuck at all. It was a good fuck. I mean, it's like you, you have to be destined for porn if you've got a big dick. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say. David, what did, what did you think about, of it? Were you just a bit like, whoa, daunted? I was absolutely turned on by <laughs> Carol taking this massive cock. I mean, we have a lot of sex toys yes. at home and some of the dildos are large, but having this cock attached to this cute guy, he's a good, yeah. tall guy and he's good looking. And just pounding her um, after he finished, I had to fuck Carol and we had amazing sex, the two of us, after we finished playing with the couple. Mm. And she was just telling me in my ear 
how this large cock felt inside her wet pussy and it filled her up and she was so turned on and excited and we had this this tremendous tremendous uh, passionate um fuck um after she yeah. got fucked by this over it oh this that's so yeah. good that's so delicious that is the way that people should be fucking yeah. it's mm-hmm. like being excited over other people's experience absolutely yeah. Dream, guys. yeah you guys yeah you guys you guys are so inspirational i think yeah Thank you. um okay so the fuck that changed you or made you who you are today? Great question. Oh. I would have to say that's um, the first full swap we did um, on that same trip. So that trip we told you about at the beginning of the show where we met yeah. this couple from England who told us about swinging. Well, once we played with them one night, we played with another couple the next night and another couple the night after. But wow. that, that couple that we played with on the last night, they were there. Um, they were also Canadians. And they had had a horrible week because they were swingers and had been swingers for years and hadn't mm. been able to play with anyone. And we were uh. sitting there having dinner and we started chatting and one thing led to another. And we had this connection about where we live and uh, mutual friends. And then they told us that they were swingers and they invited us back to their room. And this was the first time that we had a full swap swes- session and full swap in the swinging terminology is you have sex with someone who's not your partner you actually put your cock mm-hmm. in their pussy because mm-hmm. soft swap is everything but penetrative sex mm-hmm. and um, we get to the room and they have this little red bag and in their little red bag they have some lube and they have condoms we had nothing right we just learned about swinging four days ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, they they just guided us and they took us walked us through the steps and and uh, the the wife in the relationship she was a nurse and she was like nursing us into what to do oh. and how to do it it was very hot and passionate and exciting it wasn't oh, it, so it wasn't like a clinical it was very hot and it actually made their vacation because they had great sex with people who didn't know anything about swinging but were very open sexually to learn and um, I had a great orgasm with the wife we all played together because Carol and I love playing together in this big pile and mm. Carol ended up sucking a cock and getting fucked. And the other wife was the same thing. And we ended up um, fucking until they had to leave in the morning to get on their plane. And yeah. we've been Whoa. great. And that that was 12 years ago. And we've been great friends ever since. Yeah, they live about an oh, hour and a half wow. from us. And so we see them regularly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Amazing. And do you still fuck them like now? Sure. Yeah. Are they, like- sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's so normally cool. they come to they come to Montreal for my birthday, which is in January, and, and we, we go to a club here. and we do a party, and um, they're they're really good friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they so kind good. of they introduced you into the whole lifestyle, I guess. I mean, the other couple kind of did, but then they really exactly like, they, really they taught us. guided you through and it. Plus, and yeah, they, you, because you they live close by, because it's uh, terrifying, right? It's yeah. the first time it can be like really really scary and so just to have someone to be like hey it's okay communication and here we go and this is what you do and it, and that's all right absolutely that's why the, mm. at the when the groups get together like at young swingers they start the very first evening with that mm. a swinging 101 class if you want to call mm. it a workshop and get everybody into it and just so they understand the rules and the respect and no means no and you know you have to ask and you can't touch yeah. before you ask and all those things that that you know we take for granted because we're into mm. it that new newbies don't necessarily necessarily know so that's pretty cool Mm. what is your what is your like top tip for getting into swinging the the, the first thing is you need to have a discussion with your partner about the would you could you should you and you know sometimes it's really hard to let's back up even from swinging about talking in in your couple Mm. about having a threesome 
right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times couples want to expand their sexual repertoire and they'll bring in a toy or they'll go to a sex club and they'll be exhibitionists. And that's, that's you know, expanding things a little bit, but they're still keeping it within their couple. But when you go out and want to have a threesome, you need to talk about the issues that could arise. Um, what are the do's and don'ts, which could be... Well, for example, I don't want to kiss or I don't want to be touched that way. I don't want him to put his fingers inside. Like, I don't want him to fuck me. I don't want him to fuck me. Whatever mm. it might be. And it's okay, whatever it is. Whatever you guys decide is uh, your rules. It's, what, it's okay, mm-hmm. whatever they are. And the rules, and the rules. share those rules with the new person who's coming in. Right. And the rules do change over time. And we always say, you know, if you decide you're going to do this on this evening, don't change those rules on the fly. Stick to it. Stick to it. Go home, talk about it, and then do something different the next time. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So whatever it might be, what your limits are, what your boundaries are, or what your fantasy is that you want to fulfill, you and your partner have to be on the same page to start off with, and then you share those ideas with the person coming in, and then you're going to have a positive experience. Otherwise, if you just let it naturally come about, you're going to you're putting you're setting yourself up to fail. Don't let it just Mm -hmm. naturally come out. Let plan it so that you know what you're going to have. And you have to do it together it can't be one person pushing the other person into it and if one person really doesn't want to do it you can't yeah just you just can't Mm -hmm. yeah and if you if you think you're going to get into it because like i said earlier you're trying to fix a broken marriage or you want to have a better sex life um with somebody else you can't do it the the swinging is not about fixing a problem it's about Mm -hmm. strengthening your couple and having a better sex life Mm. Yeah. I also I loved what you told us about um, jealousy before when we when we interviewed you on our YouTube channel. Like, how do you deal with jealousy? So jealousy is a natural reaction. It's a natural emotion that we all have. And we mm-hmm. can't control or, or we can't say, oh, I'm not going to be jealous. But really, when you're very secure in your relationship and you know that this is the person that you love and loves you the most. And you're going to go home with. Yeah, and you're going home with this person. So when you have a, a, a sexual experience with somebody else and you feel jealousy, first of all, you got to say, well, um, it, it, it's why, why would I want to feel jealous? What, what's making me feel jealous? Or the fact is that when you feel very, very secure, that jealousy is just a fleeting moment. It just comes yeah. and goes and it doesn't stick with you. And so the stronger you are in your marriage, the less jealousy there is for that reason. But let's mm-hmm. just say, I mean, David and I have been together and doing this jealous free, I'm going to say for all these years, but I can, I can really pinpoint one or two times that I did feel a jealous moment. And so mm. I stopped and said, wow, what was different? How come? Why did this stop me right now? And I looked into it in my, I looked within me and because jealousy is on me, it's not on him. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I realized that, uh, you know, whatever it was, was just silly, you know, and, and I just reaffirmed the fact that he's my best love. He's my best fuck. He's the one who loves me the most. And we're going home together and that's basically mm-hmm. and it, it just went away after that it didn't stop me from having fun and and, yeah. al- and also when you're in once you've decided you're going to try swinging and you get into it and things don't always go right and if you have a bad experience you got to back up you talk about it and you try it again because mm-hmm. sometimes it's i mean all the time it's about the people that you're playing with versus mm-hmm. the type of sex that you're going to have and if if you finally decide you're into it and the other couple's having fun but you as a couple are not it's very fine to say it's not working it's not working we have to leave yeah Mm -hmm. because you have to look out for your partner 
Um, if you're going to hurt someone else's feelings, that's okay. But you can't hurt your partner. You can't do something that's not good for you as a couple. So if you're in a situation and it's not good, and we've had many of them where, you know, Carol's not having a good time with the guy, we just have to excuse ourselves and move on and, mm. and do what's right for us as a couple. Yeah, that's so important because mm. consent is, and like being happy and comfortable throughout the whole thing is just so important. Mm-hmm. And it's all mm. about having fun. And if you're not having fun, don't do it. That's yeah, part of our role. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I just need to find a question for our next section. So this week's sex question is My boyfriend and I have been together for a year and a half, and we totally have great a great established connection. We have been living together since the start of COVID and nothing relationship changing has come up at this point. We don't think it will. We both love each other very much and struggle with, but we struggle with sexual compatibility. I have a high libido and want sex often and he is the opposite. Additionally, I am very curious and want to experiment with BDSM fantasies and he is and he is happy staying vanilla. Anytime we do try anything new in the bedroom, I feel like he is doing it out of obligation and I own, and only to please me. The conversation about our sex life has been going on for months now and I have almost I almost quit trying to switch things up. Is it time to call it quits? Any advice? This question's like written by Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, am I coercing my boyfriend on the sex? <laughs> Well, number one, I want to say that sexual compatibility is absolutely essential for a relationship to work, but it's very normal to have two people who are not compatible sexually. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so, yes, it's something We have it. We have it. We have some incompatibility. I want to fuck four times a day and you want it a couple of times a week. So what I was going to say (laughs) was that, but it's absolutely something you can work on together. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's not a deal breaker in my books, but it's Mm -hmm. something that will take work. So first of all, uh, you have to start off as where, where's your baseline? Your baseline is where he wants to be and where you want to be, of course. And so mm-hmm. you have to start working on that, but they both have to be willing. So the only reason that you would want to give up on this relationship is if one of you is not willing to change, not willing to work on the relationship, uh, at the yeah. sexual part of the relationship. So I would say that you have to uh, suggest that you um, go through the steps and start working on it, but you both have to want that. And the first word yeah. you need to take out of the dialogue is no, mm. right? If mm-hmm. one person says something and the other person says no, it, you, you can't work. The The discussion has to be, um, do you want to try this? The other person should say, not really, but how about if we try this? And that's where you find that middle point about, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to go all the way over here where I want you to hang me on the wall and throw knives at me. And the other one who's saying, <laughs> well, I just want to lie in bed and watch soap operas. You know, there, there's, yeah. there's that medium. And um, we believe, and we've seen it in the lifestyle because everybody has different levels of swinging and sexual desires, that if a couple has great communication and they really are each other's best friends, there is a way to make it work, but both yeah. people have to be willing to bend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind yeah. of similar to what my situation was in my last relationship. I had a high libido, he didn't, and I would always try and bring up the conversation and try and like make these things happen. I also wanted to explore like BDSM stuff, and he just was just like, "Oh, it's a lot of like effort," and like basically, basically, <laughs> he was just saying no all the mm-hmm. time, and like 
and the one of the reasons why the relationship ended was because I was like I'm willing to work on this and he said he didn't have time right. to work there you on go. it right. There there you go. Go. so mm-hmm. that was when we called it quits because we weren't gonna we weren't gonna agree on that and like if, if yeah like you said if both people aren't willing to work on it then it's not gonna work mm-hmm. but I think if if he had said like yeah let's work on it and like try to figure out some sort of solution then it it would have it could have been like worth actually sticking with it and seeing if it if it would go anywhere because if you are mm-hmm. best friends and you like the fact that they've been living together during covid as well mm. and haven't Kill had any other. issues <laughs> right that's pretty good yeah. yeah yeah i'm i'm literally thomas and i living proof of of that rule it's like yes we have completely different libidos and our sex life are on opposite ends of the spectrum but we are still working through it and you know we're still trying to understand it and there's a lot of communication that's involved although sometimes I need to step back because I end up not communicating very well and ending up putting pressure on the situation which is like the completely wrong thing to do Mm. because then he's gonna back away and get more you know terrified of it um but it's just it's just trying to find that happy medium and both being happy and not settling and yeah just i just want to i just both of us need to make the effort to 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 work on it and one yeah. of, one of the things that's why we've been together six and a half years and yeah. we still have different libidos we always had different libidos back then yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things carol and i have tried over the years is um you know it was, it was at the beginning it was always me wanting and asking for us to do something sexually and carol was like Okay, you know, today yes, tomorrow no, next day yes. And what we did to to change it up and spice it up, we said like, you know, on even days of the month it's her turn, and on odd days of the month it's my turn. And we got that <laughs> we got that blend of each other's wants and needs within our relationship. And it does, doesn't work a hundred percent of the time. We ended up going once Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and Saturday was the wild card, you know, just different things. Yeah. So, so it's not always one person driving the sexual experience in the relationship. It's a, a, a mix, of, a yeah. mix or a blend of both people participating in it. And especially when you want to explore and you want to try new things, it's good to take turns like one partner wants to explore this aspect and the other partner wants to explore that aspect and you got to take then you kind of get a chance to take turns and and play each other's different um roles Mm -hmm. uh, yeah the different roles exactly yeah that's really good well i hope that answered that question i feel like that was quite good advice from you both thank you yeah well it's been stellar advice but yeah the whole way through through, yeah yeah (laughs) okay so this week's sex story is A few years ago, I ended up on antidepressants. After a period of depression and anxiety, this was the first time I'd taken anything like that and wasn't warned about the side effects to my sex drive and ability to feel pleasure. It wasn't until a year later when I started to slowly come off them that I realized just how badly suppressed my ability to feel pleasure had become. I found coming off the tablets tough and I spent a lot of time talking to a good friend who'd been through something similar. One night he came over to have a catch up and play some board games. Well, (laughs) board games soon turned into, in brackets, strip card games and drinking. And I was losing badly. Not to mention I found out later that he cheated. (gasps) Before long, he was confidently looking at me in the eye, telling me to remove my underwear. By this point, my whole body was on fire, an overwhelming need for more. I sat opposite him, slowly removed my underwear and spread my legs. 
I don't think I've ever been so turned on in my whole life. The anticipation of what was close, what was to come had me aching. He pulled me closer and kissed me hard. Without pausing to think, I stared, pulling at the remaining of his clothes and desperately pushed him back into the sofa. I'll never forget how good it felt to slide down onto him and feel absolutely everything. The first time... The first time I came with him was like a bolt of lightning through me. I can't even describe how good it felt not having to suppress my feelings anymore. While the antidepressants were absolutely necessary for me at the time, coming off them was like waking up again. And I'll never forget the intensity of that night. Wow. <gasps> That's hot. Yeah. I'm hot. Wow. Yes. I'm juicing up right now listening. Right, she was like she could write like an erotic novel. That was really like that was hot and steamy, fucking hot, like sliding down on him. I was like, yeah, Yeah. I felt that before. (laughs) And we all have felt that before. So like you're like you're feeling the quivering inside, that cock just sliding right into her pussy and her feeling it into her throat. Yeah, yeah, and so informational as well because Mm. antidepressants. We don't talk enough about the side effects and the fact Mm. that it can really affect your, your sex life your libido your pleasure so it's it's really nice to know that like she recognized that he yeah it was a she um that that she could feel it again after the antidepressants yeah because they they are necessary for a lot of people but they have some shitty side effects yeah it's great but like just knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel basically yes yes that's so good that was really hot thank you for writing that in (laughs) oh yeah so good so Unfortunately, it is time for us to fuck off. It has been an absolute pleasure. Yes, it has. This has been so good. Your stories have been amazing. Thank you Incredible. so much for coming on. Thank yes, you for having us I've on your so show. I've learned so much from you. And hopefully we get to see you again soon and some party somewhere naked. That would be yeah. lovely. Yes, absolutely. for sure. After Corona. Well, literally just after this, we will be returning the favor and hopping ourselves onto your podcast. So, yeah, yeah, please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you. You can easily find us on our website, thesexylifestyle.com. You can send us an email if you have any questions to ask at Mm carolyndavid.com. Our podcast is called The Sexy Lifestyle with Carolyn David. It's heard by over a million people in over 70 countries. And we talk all about sex and sexuality and relationships. And like your show, it's uncensored. (laughs) That's what makes it fun. That's what we like. Yes. Okay, well, everyone, please remember to rate, subscribe, leave a review, and follow us on our social channels at ComeCurious, at ReadAmmerX, and at Florence Bark. And you'll hear us next week. I was oh. going to say, just just share us, share share this podcast with anyone that yes, you can, please. because sharing's caring, and the best way to to hear about things is word of mouth Absolutely. or word of full mouth full of dick. Good Us. sexual information. <laughs> yes. STIs, sexually transmitted info. <laughs> we, we love you all so much, and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was an amazing interview. Thanks so much to Reed and Florence from Come Curious for having us on their podcast fuck's given yeah you just have to go to our website thesexylifestyle.com where everybody has a guest page of their own and you can see all their information right there including you know come curious they'll have their own page as well you can even contact them if you have any questions about sex sexuality and relationships we are learning more and more every week from all our fantastic expert guests and we hope you do too 
Just wanted to remind, take a moment to remind you about our new partnership with Alt Playground. That's APG. Yep, if you're looking for an open-minded, sexy, fun community to find compatible people and events in your area, then you should join altplayground.net. That's A-L-T, playground.net. It's a sexy lifestyle site that's expanding to include lots of amazing sexy lifestyle resources, including sexy podcasts like ours and others as well. Remember to stay sexy and healthy and follow the suggested protocols issued by your local authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, and practice social distancing. And above all, please wear a mask when you're near other people. Continue to listen to our show and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. And if you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to Reed and Florence from Come Curious. And a special thanks to you for listening week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. Well, that's it for today. Everyone, please remember, stay safe, and of course, stay sexy. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.